0: Hello gamers from around the world. This is Boxenberger, the video game enthusiast from Germany, and I would like to welcome you to the world of gaming, your number one podcast where we discuss everything that the world of gaming has to offer games, news, technology, and we go through through basically everything that that happened over the course of this week. And I already see a couple of uh, friends here in chat. Great of you guys to join here today live. Big welcome to you. But of course, also a hello to everyone who listens after the fact. And I have a couple of very special guests here today. Yeah, you guys know that usually I want to keep the panel small on this show, but given the news of the week, I had to invite Mr. Badbit here, additionally, to the other two gentlemen that I already had scheduled in for this week. So um, for those of you who don't know him, he's the host of The Trophy Room, the most positive PlayStation podcast out there and a good friend of mine. And I'm not just saying that because he's on the show here today. I truly mean it. You have the best PlayStation podcast out there. Thank you for being here today
1: dude. Thank you for having me. And yeah, dude, it's like, it's been so long since we podcasted together. And now this week, it's like, we're finally getting back in the rigmarole. So thank you. Thank you so much for the kind words as well. And for the video watchers out there, you're going to see me, uh, like jump off webcam constantly because I'm fighting my allergies. Um, it's, it's bad. My sinuses are all sorts of messed up. So I apologize. If I look like I'm about to cry, it's because I'm about to sneeze. (laughs) (laughs)
0: all good i'm I'm glad that you still came on the show so don't worry about that um yeah we have also mr boomstick xl here today mr 10k the podcasting legend that just recently reached 10,000 subscribers on his channel yeah um he hosts three different shows on his channel each and every week. Uh, I had the, the honor uh, to podcast with him for years now, um, and I'm glad he made it here today. Thank you for being here.
2: Ah, dude, are you kidding me? I was uh, I was so upset last week I couldn't be there. Uh, originally, I was to guest last Thursday. Unfortunately, Mrs. Boom was getting out of work early two days in a row which is very rare but here we are there's a lot of news to cover there's a lot to get into Definitely. and my god folks we're only 31 days in, or some 33 days into the new year and we've had more news in the last month than we have had in prior years it's it's just bonkers yeah yeah, yeah it's bananas it's really crazy
0: um yeah and last but in no way least uh, i want to Welcome, Mr. Joanna Dark, the up-and-coming podcaster out there. He is the co-host of the Xbox International Podcast, a panel member of the Xbox Factor Podcast, and the Nickel Gaming Show. Thank you for joining us here today. No, thank you. You know your intro
3: made me feel I know because you're in the future, right? So I'm, it was amazing, just like setting us up to kind of take us on this journey. But no, thank you, <laughs> Boxenberger, for you know inviting me here. It's a, it's an honor to sit with you on the Xbox Factor podcast and also coming on the World of Gaming, uh, Mr. Badbit as well. I'm excited. Um, big fan. Love the show. It's a spiritual successor to many other places and podcasts that I used to yes. enjoy. So love the content. Boom, as always. Thank you. I uh, enjoy just kind of
0: being on any panel that
3: I can be with you and also thank, thank you, you for the opportunity as always. So, you know, a lot of things to talk about today.
0: I'm excited to be here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. Um, as always, by the way, for anyone who's who doesn't follow these gentlemen, you can find their links to their socials and their YouTube channels and whatnot all in the description of the show. And yeah, usually I try to keep this show at around 90 minutes maximum. I don't know whether we will achieve that today because we have so many things to talk. Are we going to gonna be IOP?
3: Are we going to be IOP?
0: <laughs> no, we are not going ILP. No, 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 not in that region. <laughs> we shall see where we will end up. And of course, um, we have a big giveaway here today. Um, I announced that already on Twitter and YouTube. Um, we are going to give away a copy of Elden Ring. Here today for either the xbox or the playstation that's up to you uh the lucky winner uh this copy was provided uh, by the community good guy che who's already in chat and can see him thank you so much for the outstanding generosity you will make a gamer here very happy today and we will talk about the details how to enter in this giveaway in a second um in terms of topic I already mentioned, we have a lot of things to talk about. Of course, Sony Bungie is a, going to be a big topic. We just had breaking news uh, with a big Satya Nadella interview about some of the reasons why they bought Activision and what their plan and for the future is with them. Um, we'll talk about uh, a couple of news bits like... Um, the state of play from yesterday with Gran Turismo, some cyberpunk news, and the latest infos on Blizzard's new survival game. So we have a lot to talk about. and uh, But as always, I want to start a gaming podcast with a little bit of talk about games. So we have had a couple of game releases this week, like Life is Strange, the Remaster Collection came out, Waylanders launched on PC, Dreamscapers came out on Xbox, Sherlock Holmes on the Switch, but I think the big one everyone is waiting for that will come out actually tomorrow is going to be Dying Light 2. I have it already preloaded on my Xbox, and I know that Joe had the pleasure to play it. He really enjoyed it. Let, it, let us hear your thoughts on the game.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, listen, I played this on Play PlayStation 5. I played it on performance mode. And um, first and foremost, if a game's going to give me performance mode, I'm always going to choose performance. If you give me performance plus mode, I'm always going to choose performance plus mode. Uh, You got a, a 60 FPS, 120 FPS over everything, man. My eyes have been opened. So right off the bat, been playing this uh I did not even know it was in 1080p until someone's like how did you deal with it being in 1080p I'm like oh you look good <laughs> when I was playing it so I never really questioned it um the game itself is a ton of fun if you just go in with the right expectations this story is a is your average zombie you know film type of, type of story. It's pretty basic. It's kind of by the numbers, you know, you are Aiden Caldwell, you're going into the last city to get answers because you are searching for someone. And along the way you are in between a conflict between two groups, the survivors and the peacekeepers. And while you're going through the story, you're having to make these hard choices of who you're siding with, who you will align with eventually in the, in the game. And as the story unfolds, those implications have not just story implications, but how the world uh, you're interacting with uh, changes. So if you choose the peacekeepers more over than the survivors, you're going to have more traps for zombies or even just, you know your, 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 your renegades as they call them. Um, or if you choose the survivors, you get far more parkouring opportunities around the world, which I chose hand over fist because to me where this game truly shines is not the story. It is in its open world. It's in its traversal, the parkour elements are just so fantastic and how they trickle them out and give these options to you over the lengths of the game is just, it feels so natural. Um, You know, this is an open world where you're going to the main objective and you're going to be constantly distracted by either saving a group of uh, survivors, beating a few zombies up or going into dens as they call them at night because of the, the world changes and you get more of those infected out in the open. So you actually go into their dens during the night to go and scavenge for supplies and upgrades. Um, that's where this game really takes off for me. So if you, if you love mirror's edge, honestly, midway through the game, I'm like, give them the mirror's edge IP. Cause this parkour chef's kiss, this is for you. If you want a fun open world game to get lost into this game, absolutely for you. The combat is pretty simple. Um, think of it like Skyrim, but with zombies, as I said in my (laughs) review, cause that's what it kind of feels like. It's like R2 light attack, hold R2 heavy attack type of stuff. Um, but even then, like crafting mods, upgrading your weapons, you do that by killing zombies at night and kind of like presenting them as tokens and you get upgrades to like your health and stuff. Um, there's just a lot to do here. And it's a lot of fun, but it is a bit janky. it has that kind of Bethesda jank that we kind of hold a Skyrim to of like, yeah, it's, it's okay. kind of adorable jank. I have run into some problems, but not nearly as a, Many others have, um, you know, I was talking to a few people on Xbox and that seemed like it was pretty rough over there. And then I also knew of one guy who their save file was just completely wiped on PlayStation. So I was, I, 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 apparently I'm one of the lucky ones, but I really didn't have anything that got in my way of my experience all too often, only, only one occurrence. So that said, with the right expectations, you go into this, you're going to have a really fun, time on your hands Uh,
3: i I can't wait for
0: tomorrow yeah
3: yeah you said about um the side content is it more is the side content i guess uh a little bit more interesting than the main stories like the, the world building
1: so the world building itself is kind of lackluster in terms of like the side quests because i think the main problem with this game is in the writing and its localization they use like really weird cliches that like kind of seem outdated from time to time. Um, And just some, some things will come out naturally, whether that's the script or the people behind it don't carry the words. Well, one, you know, one of the main villains you, you, you meet is just single tone. And he is the, I forget his name.
3: (laughs) Is is, is his name Agent Locke?
1: No, 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 no. This, listen, Agent Locke's gonna get an Oscar compared to this guy. So, let me tell you, it is that that content's kind of lacking. But when when you go to like trying to find notes or like tapes, that's what's gonna fill the world out a lot better than like some of the side missions because some of them are just.
3: So the environmental (laughs) storytelling is more interesting.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely.
0: Sounds, sounds awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I can't wait to play it uh, tomorrow. Um, is there anything else you've been playing?
1: Not that I could say out loud, no. Oh,
0: okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Boom,
3: Be on the lookout,
1: the trophy room. We got, two, we got two videos coming out this weekend. That's all nice. I can say.
2: Nice. Yeah. nice. All right. Boom, what have you been playing? You know what? The truth of the matter is, is I'm trying to keep it simple. In 2022, I did a cardinal sin in 2021, and that's take on too many games. And when I do that, what happens to me is I really lose uh, so much of what I enjoy about games. You get in there, you beat the game, you enjoy it. Last year, I, I had at least ten different games I was through, and it just—it was terrible. It just—it just was terrible. Half of them, more than half, I didn't finish. So this year, so far, one of my most played games is record 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 of Lodos War, on the uh, on Xbox Game Pass. It is my favorite game of the year so far. If you like Castlevania Symphony of the Night and you enjoy Metrovania's, my God, I am telling you to please play this game. It is astoundingly good. Awesome. It is just is it game so Pass? good. Yeah, it's in Game Pass. Sure it's enough, Pass. Okay. yeah, it was. It That's launched great. in uh, January. It's 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 phenomenal. Uh, I'm close to beating it, and when I get through it, then I'll kind of decide if I'm going to go and play Dying Light Two. I don't know if I want to, you know, listen, I didn't buy it. I was hoping that it was dropping in the Game Pass. Whether or not that happens still or not is still, you know, up in the air. Um, I don't know if I want to drop the money on it because I am playing, a. a you know, I, I just got uh, the Pokemon game for Switch. Ooh. Which so good. Mm. Freaking shockingly good. Nice. Shockingly. <gasps> yep. I can't believe I'm playing a Pokemon game. Same here. And but so I have a confession
0: mind. to make. I have mm.
2: never played a Pokemon game. I've you only play played it ever. for about a Pokemon on the Game Boy for an hour. Wow. and it wasn't Oh, okay. my oh wow. This, the new one, is very Monster Hunter esque, yep. mm. which is oh, really? bonkers.
1: Oh, that wow. That just comes okay. out
2: on a Nintendo I love Switch. Me some I can't Monster believe Hunter. it. Yeah,
1: because yeah. uh, I'm a huge Pokemon fan, and I'm actually not like a huge, like whatever, but like I have a lot of memories with them. Like, so you don't Pokemon have Red.
2: A, you, you don't have a Pikachu body pillow? Is what you're saying?
1: No, 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 not that far, not that life. far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I remember even as a kid when I had when when we when the uh Pokemons came out on the Game Boy, yeah, and everyone was playing them in the schoolyard. I was kind of, <laughs> I, I I didn't it didn't draw me in, so I, I never touched them. And when I grow older, I thought nah uh, i don't know but it, i have to change that at some point joanne and Art, before i get to you i want to catch up on a few super chats that already came in the first this isn't actually a super chat but it's wondering dutch who became a channel member thank you so much brother for the outstanding support um channel members get early access to everything i put up on the channel uh, and custom-made badges and emojis so thank you so much for that uh, support then we have a five dollar uh, super chat coming in from Dave Ramos. He says, "Shout out to Jay for sponsoring the giveaway. Happy Thursday, folks, and looking forward to a great mm-hmm. show. Cheers!" Yeah, thanks again, Jay. It is really awesome that that you are trying to make one gamer here in the community a really happy and lucky guy um, or gal. Uh, we shall see. um Yeah, and wondering Dutch also uh, sends in a five pound super chat. Says. More than 60 awesome people watching. Make sure to hit that like and sub button if you don't already. Um, road to 5k awesome panel, have an awesome show! Thank you, brother. Yeah, the road to 5k is real. Uh, I only need about 110 more subs, and I oh, hit wow. the big landmark of 5,000 subs. So, yeah, that's gonna be hopefully very soon. Thank you so much. And we have drawn TJ, he just writes in, Hi, guys. Hi to you. Hi to everyone want in to chat. J. What's up, brother? Yeah, he's always here. Love to see so many so many people t- already tuned in. I see, I see so many familiar names in the chat. That is really awesome. And yeah, but let's hear it, uh, Joanna Dog. What have you been playing? What What has been keeping you busy?
3: No, like Boom, I kind of did something different as well because I don't get to enjoy them. Instead, it's like a list, so that's not gaming. So <laughs> after my high bar that Horizon Zero Dawn set, for me playing it for the first time ever, after eight tries, it was hard. So I jumped into Pokemon, and this nice. is my first Pokemon. Nice. I've never played Pokemon. I own really? them, and then I walk away. Like, hey, you Pikachu, Sword and Shield. I was like, yep. no. Nah. Okay, well, what this made one. you
0: pick up this one as the first Pokemon? The,
3: because the way it looked, and it, when okay. I started seeing the videos, the last videos towards the end of the week, I was like, okay, I want to get this because I love Monster Hunter. So going in there and just like looking at these little Pokemons and battling them and trying to catch them and just overall like having to dodge, it's the, I guess when you run into the higher Pokemons, you get the thrill of what you get in a Monster Hunter game when you're hunting those big monsters and you're just like running. So I've been I've been enjoying my time with it. And I was like, wow, this is what I want in a Pokemon. And hopefully they can continue to iterate on this because this got me a player that's never really liked Pokemon to be like, oh man, this is real. Um, in between that, I've been playing Neo because I want to punish myself. Um,
1: God but, bless. God bless. You know,
3: this is the way of me repenting, you know, for not playing it. So I played it. I've enjoyed it. It reminds me of Ninja Gaiden. But I think Neo is going to take a backseat as I jump into Dying Light 2. Um, it's a game that I've been excited for. It's more of what I want. Techland, yes, it's been janky, the old ones. I actually replayed it on the Switch, you know, so I'm a, I'm a true fan there at 30 30 frames per second
1: oh Um, wow on the switch oh god yeah Yeah, nice
3: and um so i'm excited for that and so many other games but dying light is my game so far right now along with of course you know elden ring and horizon forbidden west i mean after Mm -hmm. beating horizon i am excited to jump in and you know i love aloy and i understand wow so yeah
0: Yeah, i can't wait can't wait have it pre-ordered already um 3 more weeks and and then I will sink a lot of time into that I
1: have not I have not, uh, unfortunately PlayStation does not love me as that much uh, but yeah. I have only heard stellar things yeah. so yeah G- I'm excited man I'm just counting down the days just counting yeah. down the days Forbidden same,
2: code same <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Not Girl. the forbidden
2: code. I, that's wrong <laughs> all right guys
0: um before we move uh, to the news um let's talk again about the little giveaway we are doing uh, you guys can uh, win a copy of elden ring either for xbox or playstation and all you have to do is of course be subscribed to the channel and type into the chat hashtag twog all small letters, no capital letters. Otherwise, the tool won't pick you up that I'm trying to use. So, hashtag twog. Type that into chat, and you will automatically be entered into the giveaway draw. We will do that a little later down there uh, in the show. I already see people doing it right. You, for instance, you have to type in hashtag twog. Yeah, without the hashtag, it it won't recognize it. Um, yeah, he so fixed we it. see, yeah, exactly. He fixed it. So exactly. Uh, we will draw the lucky winner a little later, of course. And um definitely make sure to stay in the show because is if I should not know the winner and I don't know how to contact him, um, we will have to draw another one. Yes. Um, so definitely make sure to stay in the show. Um, and before we move into the news, I want to get uh the Uh, latest Super Chat that just came in from, again, from Tron TJ. Is it true that Dying Light 2 is really buggy? I've seen people do reviews. Joe, maybe you could answer that.
1: Okay, like, is it buggy? Yeah, like, like, again, I, I really do think, like, Bethesda level like buggy in terms of like Skyrim when you first played it that's what I experienced. like yeah some of the animations are kind of weird sometimes you see a person walk into someone while you're talking to them but like that's like the level of jank that I see and it's not all the time for me so okay. I know it, I, mileage varies though because that's the common consensus so
3: I mean I, I can say from from Dying Light 1 that tech line, even though they have that jankiness, they've been really good in supporting their games um, and yeah. kind of fixing yeah, and indeed. iterating.
0: Yes. And they already said that approximately 1,000 smaller and bigger changes are coming with the day one patch. So um, I expect that this patch will make uh, a difference. OK, but with that, um, I want to move to the news of the week. Alright, I mean the biggest news of the week was definitely um Bungie and um Bungie got acquired by Sony. So uh we will go through many different points uh, uh regarding this uh acquisition. Um so we will of course talk about the price, um, about some things that good old Chimbo said after the acquisition. Uh we will talk about uh PlayStation's plans with the, with the studio beyond the console land. We will talk about all these things, the 10 live service games that they announced. I want to hear really briefly your general thoughts on this. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What do
2: you think, Boom? I think it's a great thing for Sony I, on a multitude of levels. Uh, I, listen, the end of the day, when you look at this, sony you can say sony got the i'll put it let me just put it like this right now bungie is holding all the cards that's what it that's what appears to be uh it looks as if there were uh, there was a lot of language in this contract and the most important thing for bungie was keeping being being able to remain independent and not yeah. take the game away from other gamers. That those were two mega points uh, that that were huge to be a part of this deal. And whatever else was promised behind the scenes that we'll learn as years go on, right? It was good enough for Jim Ryan and Sony and the shareholders to put away, put aside three point six billion dollars for this deal. There are a lot of people that think that they overpaid. I, the price. We will is talk high. about that in a second. Yeah, I, yeah. The, pr- the price is high, but but I'm going to be honest with you. If you if you just take a step back and you look at this from a, a a normal perspective, not a fanboy perspective, would Bungie be good for Microsoft? The answer is no. They would not. Is Bungie good for Sony? The answer is yes. For the fact that they are now going to have use of their knowledge and their know-how on how to run games uh, games as a service and online something that they have been lacking that people have been asking hey we want more uh, Sony I me mean, who's to say that the technology that they use for um, uh, this for, for destiny 2 isn't somehow incorporated into the next socom let's just say yeah. so yeah. that that's my thoughts on it bad for Microsoft great for Sony all right. Yeah. Um I mean it's
0: there's there's a lot to to unravel here and we go into the details but yeah I agree in general I think this is a is a, going to be a good thing and we get to wire a little bit later. Bad Bad what do you think?
1: Um yeah this is a this is a a great move by PlayStation, a great move by Bungie. And to kind of echo what Boom said, this is a really, you know, I, I saw some jokes of like, congratulations, uh, in eight years to Bungie for winning their independence from PlayStation, <laughs> because like, we've seen this song and dance for them for a while now of not having the right partners and uh, as memeable as it may be, um, they've gone through this enough to know what they want in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not what they had with Microsoft back in the early two thousands. And it's not what obviously they had a few years ago with Activision. They want to make sure that they're autonomous, they can make their own moves, they can fund their own studios and no, one's going to tell them exactly what to do and where to put their games. And Mm -hmm. that those stipulations were met. That's why, like, no matter, like, did they overpay, like. Dude, everybody's overpaying, right? Like, X, Xbox paid six billion dollars for Bethesda, double its, its market worth. Everybody's overpaying right now. It's a it's a you know it's a uh, a seller's market. So to me, it's like, yeah, if you're Bungie, you get, what you get out of this is your freedom, your autonomy, and the uh, ability to take your products and put them in a transmedia place, whether that's TV or movies. And if you're PlayStation, you get the infrastructure of how to make a game like this, because you obviously have it. Um, and you don't want to repeat the PS three days where you're taking shots in the dark. Now you're actually going to have something that, you know, kind of like a flashlight to kind of guide your way and you get something to put into Spartacus while at the same exact time that those movies. So like. Yeah, you know, you get that recurring revenue, you get the movie deal. You get a whole lot of stuff here. There's a lot for everybody here. And the one thing that is awesome is that out of all these buyouts for the gamer, nothing changes because you just continue playing destiny, Yeah. continue playing whatever, oh, whatever sure. games that are out there, continue to yeah. be excited for them because you're going to still get them. And and that's what I, re- I really love out of all this. Cause like this one doesn't concern me because it's nothing really for us changes yeah.
0: yeah I agree I agree uh, especially uh, they, since they they came out right at uh, out of the gate and said the their plans about the the whole exclusive or non-exclusive things um, it will stay multiplied so there's really hard it's it's really hard to argue against this deal um yeah but Joe uh, Joanna dark <laughs> in this case uh, what what are your thoughts? <laughs> You know, one of the things that people forget that
3: Sony used to have Sony Online Entertainment that was then sold off to investors and became Daybreak Studios and they had yep. H1Z1, they had um, popular other ones like I think it was EverQuest. Yep. And then of course, unfortunately because of the closure of the 20 I mean the closure the uh, 2011, you know, whole thing that happened with the internet, Zipper Interactive was a was another victim there with SoCom. So my thing is I think this is a fantastic purchase. Because this is not something for now; this is for the future. And what one of the things I was looking at yesterday when they were talking about the kind of the breakdown of the investors' call for their um, quarterly earnings was the fact that number one they have nine hundred employees. Some of them are going to be working, of course, on Destiny to continue the content there. Then they have stuff that's going to be helping with incubation on on projects. And my thing is, you know what? You have to spend money to make money. And I think this is great for Sony because, you know, you have you have somebody that comes in and kind of gives you a different perspective and a critical lens to see how, hey, I see you tried stuff like Destruction All-Star. I see you tried this to put in your games. You know, let us help you because we have – regardless of what you think about Destiny, you know? Uh, it's still a high played game. I love that. I've invested in it as well, yeah. um, to help them. And another thing is what if Bungie now coming in, maybe helps, um, you know, I was thinking, I was talking yesterday on XBI comes in and helps uh, naughty dog with factions and says, Hey, you know what? I think you can do this. Um, overall a great, and it makes sense. One of the things we people forget about, and I want to, you know, close this out is Sony is making investments that make, um, strategically, uh, you know, to what they need in their ecosystem, and yeah. this is going to help them, you know, if they have Spartacus coming. These games don't fund themselves. You know, it's not like Jim Ryan goes and gets a tree and shakes it, right? Yeah. These service games allow us to bring people into the ecosystem and then fund those ideas. And I just think overall is the win win for all gamers and even people that play mainly on the PlayStation platform.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, there are multiple things we could talk about. And uh, the first I want to bring up here is, of course, the price um 3.6 billion dollars mr bad but you already touched on this a little bit uh, everyone yeah. is paying a little over price these days i still want to put it um a little bit in perspective yeah you mentioned bethesda ceni um microsoft paid 7.5 billion for that acquisition uh but that so basically double the price than for Bungie. but with that yeah. they got like eight different studios tons of IPs, some of the biggest IPs uh, in the world with Elder Scrolls and and games like Fallout, Doom, Wolfenstein, all these big IPs, a lot of technology. Um, And Sony, for instance, acquired Insomniac for the steal of a generation of 229 million, so less than a tenth uh, of, of what they paid for Bungie. Um, today we learned um, that one third of this uh, three point six billions so or one point two billion are going to be spent to encourage employees to stay. Yeah. Yeah. At, yeah. At Bungie, that they don't leave the company. Still, it's quite a lot for one studio that has um, one IP right now, and that is Destiny. What do you think? What? Why is is it this high?
1: Um cause it's bungee. <laughs> <laughs> like, on, like honestly, the that number is high. And yeah, I, I like that. The, some of that money is going back to the employees. Cause yeah, the one thing that is um, trouble with games is that everybody constantly moves. You know, you see it on Twitter all the time. Like, you know, person worked at insomniac now they're a creative lead at you know i don't know rare you know creative lead at 343 now they're working at i don't know bandai you know something crazy like people are constantly moving and that is something that these businesses are trying to tackle so you know if if i'm Bungie and if i'm sony just to set everybody at ease going hey listen everybody's getting a little something out of this now in terms of like well why why did you know, yeah, Bethesda has Elder Scrolls? Why didn't you go out there? Why didn't you go fight for Bethesda? Um, I, I think because A, um, I don't think they, they particularly knew of that deal, <laughs> and B, um, In all honesty, they, they don't need those IP IP isn't their, their problem. Their problem for Sony, when you take a look at their portfolio is we don't have any live services. We are making live services, but for the first time, we need the system, the tools and the people to make those things work. So that's why you're going to go out there and you're going to spend a buku amount of bucks to get a name that everybody knows to get excited for. And that makes a killer product at the same exact time we're talking transmedia, baby. So Sony wants to make a star Wars out of destiny. That's their goal. That's their mission statement. And that's probably why the purchase was so high i honestly i'd like all, all the acquisitions to be really high when it comes to single devs because that means to me you're believing in the teams more than just the ip it's like, like no, no, no no the ip is great but these people that work here yeah. that's that's what we really want and that that's awesome to me because obviously the developer wins if if yeah. if if sony pays a little bit more good good on them i don't care yeah. because again yeah, yeah. the developer is the one that's actually profiting from it so to me yeah. good I, I wish they spent more <laughs>
2: you know it's funny literally yeah. we got breaking news that the uh the creative lead uh for transmedia at mm. league of legends just joined bungie
1: oh, oh and that's, awesome. Right. Yeah. that's awesome Yeah, that's awesome because uh anybody watch arcane that shows oh my amazing God. Yeah. oh yeah so. So it, they,
2: they, that story literally just broke minutes ago and wow. uh yeah he has officially joined bungie on a ah, trans cool. on a oh. transmedia project that is going going full steam ahead so that just goes to show you that it w- with bungie yeah. it's not just mm. games oh yeah
1: and,
3: and i, I want to say this I'm gonna say my favorite person in the world, Kojima. You buy, you pay <laughs> Kojima, not because of the fact that he just made Metal Gear made people be fans, because of the name, and you know what you're getting. You're gonna get an experience yep. that's gonna be out of this yep. world. And Kojima's name alone brings people over. Yeah. So same thing. If if Kojima was on the board, hey, and he wants four point six million, and I had the bank, I was like, hey, Kojima, come over. I'm gonna pay you five just to make sure you you don't have second thoughts. But it just yeah. makes sense in overall, and that's great yeah. because the employee. I mean, right now talent is hard to retain, so to give that incentive, to say, "Hey, we want to make sure th- and let you know that we appreciate uh, what you do, and we want to continue to work with you." Here's some, you know, some extra incentive. It's, it's awesome. It
0: definitely is. I just said it uh, yesterday on the show. I don't think that the transmedia thing um, is the reason why Sony acquired them. It's what they offer. No, them. it's part of it. It's what yeah. exactly. It's what they offer them. It's, uh, how they got their interest. That I, I'm sure of that. I think the main reason for Sony to spend that kind of money is really not the IP destiny. the the main reason is the technology that they buy with it. Because if you are Sony and you look at your great lineup of of first party studios, there's really that gap missing of online and live service games. Um, And in these day and ages, it isn't really easy to just script and code your new game engine that that supports a proper net code. With Bungie, they acquired one of the most robust net codes uh, out there. They have a, a great team that knows how to do shooters. They have the infrastructure to pro, uh, that uh, that supports uh, live service games and all that. And with that, Sony acquired that kind of technology. And I think that this was a big part in the in the price point um, here. Yeah. Um, but I, I like the the fact uh, that uh, mr badbit uh, that the point that mr badbit brought up um it's good for the developers and uh, i that's what made me happy to hear that at least one third of the money is actually spent on the regular developer, the regular guy that works at Bungie, there are over 1,000 people working there uh, that usually don't get affected by these kind of deals, other than they are now owned by a different company. And um, this way, they, at least uh, to me, it sounded like it uh, they are going to get a little benefit from this deal. So that made me really happy. Good for them. Before we go to the next topic, I want to uh, briefly thank two people. Um, the first is UK Led, who became a channel member, as well as everyone's Idol Goro. He also became a new channel member. Thank you guys so much for the outstanding support. So um, let's talk about a little bit uh, this acquisition. Um, and Jim Ryan h- had an interview um, with. Um, Actually, he had multiple uh, inter- interviews, uh, and he said, "I want to, I want to quote him um, that he that PlayStation isn't done with acquisitions." He said, "We should absolutely expect more. We are by no means done with PlayStation. We have a long way to go." Also, we learned this week that Jeff Keeley apparently knows something that there are more acquisition deals in the final stage of negotiation. And um, so, boom, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, is PlayStation done with with acquisitions? What is going to be their next move? Or is, are these acquisitions that Jeff Keighley is referring to maybe some other company?
2: I think it's a, it's a combination of both, uh, okay. to be honest with you. I, I don't think Sony is done. Uh, Joe and I have had uh, even private conversations regarding this. Uh, this bungee deal, folks. If you didn't know, was four and five months in the in the makes. uh this this is doesn't happen overnight. This isn't the counter punch. Uh, and Joe and I believe that that counter punch is going to come. Now, who 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 do we who do we suggest? Um, I honestly couldn't tell you. The board is is completely wide open. I mean, listen, if I'm if I'm Jim if I'm Jimbo and I put on the dancing shoes and I <laughs> and I'm and I'm making the call for PlayStation, you know what I do? I buy Capcom. That's what I do that that stops the presses for any negativity because Capcom is my favorite uh, uh, developer publisher of all time and their IPS are godlike. That, that's the end of the story. they' they're, they're just so freaking good that it would be incredible. Do I think that they have six billion to spend? No, I do not. Um, I, I the, the, the easy choice, the one I think that's probably the go-to, even though people are like, hey, why buy the farm when you get the milk for free in regards to the cow? square enix that's the one that seems like it just kind of fits uh and if they weren't buying a publisher which maybe they don't do, do publisher joe you're gonna love this mm. Mm. buy buy from software yeah. <laughs> make make them which it it, it, it almost they, it always makes don't they sense.
3: have shares boom in there they they'll have yeah. shares uh, they do they yeah 100% have they have shares yeah. in there so yeah. Yeah. it yeah.
2: would be it would be a kind of like fitting a glove like just perfect right so i don't know what they do next uh in the in regards to what jeff had to say you know jeff is he's listen his connections are ridiculous the guy knows everybody so if yeah. he's putting that out there he knows what's going on or at least some 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 you know information that we could be hearing some more information soon um the i don't know who listen microsoft isn't going to sit on their hands uh real quick just so uh, everyone knows, tomorrow's Breakfast with Boom. For the first half hour, we're going to have Hog Law on, okay. And he's going to be oh. answering a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of questions for us regarding the mythos of American company buying a Japanese company. We're also going to be talking about... Um, nice. Um, we're, we're also going to talk about, um, you know, it, it, is Sega the next one for Microsoft next year, if they're still around? And from what we understand, they're trimming their fat... Uh, that takes about 12 to 18 months. It it lines up, so that's always a possibility. Yeah. Um, but the uh, but the one that I think that I would love to see, and I would be dancing in the streets if they do, is I really want to see Microsoft acquire Crystal D mm-hmm. uh, for a multitude of reasons. I, I'm hoping that uh, with Square Enix being so openly terrible to their Western arm of their developers, meaning Idios Edio- Montreal. And and Crystal D, you know what I'd love to see Microsoft do. I'd love to see them buy both of those studios and the Tomb Raider IP, and Mm. that would be a big acquisition, I think. But you know, again, only time is going to tell. But we are we apparently, according to you, think that
0: is going to happen before the ink on the acquisition. That's one of the questions. I'm
2: that's one of the questions we're going to ask a whole law whether or not an acquisition of you know of a smaller studios. Will yeah. will will impact? Uh, put, could potentially impact the Activision Blizzard deal, uh, and because those are not uh, publisher uh, acquisitions, it's business as usual. So it might be able to get away, but I I Smaller don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah we, we might touch on that a little bit later because we have the had just an
0: hour before this show uh, started uh, the breaking news of a big Satya Nadella interview, and he mm, actually yeah. talked about that, and we get to that a little bit later in the show. Um, yeah, we have a couple of other things, uh, Mm. on this, um, on this, uh, acquisition of Bungie first, um, I want to remind everyone, uh, to enter the giveaway again. uh, for those who just tuned in, we have like 112 live, uh, views right now. That's a record for the show. Nice. That is awesome. Uh, welcome everyone. And. Um, if you want to enter today's giveaway of Elden Ring, either for Xbox or PlayStation, you have to be subscribed to the channel, of course, and then just type into the chat the hashtag TWOG, no capital letters, all small letters, hashtag TWOG, and you will automatically be entered in the um giveaway pool, and we will draw the lucky winner a little bit later in the during the show. By the way, um, you won't be uh, able to enter multiple times. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it. it doesn't help you if you (laughs) type in 20 times hashtag TWOG. Gameonomics, (laughs) you type uh, TWOH. Yeah. Just make sure to correct that once um, to be entered uh, here in today's giveaway. All right. Again, uh, this giveaway comes from Che, um, who's also in chat. Um, man, thank you. you. I think you helped me a lot to get these many views here on the, <laughs> on the show. Um, but yeah, Mr. China Dog, um, Jim Ryan also talked about uh, a couple of other things with this acquisition of Banshee. He sa- says uh, that they want to expand beyond the console heartland. So th- here's what he had to say. I've been on record talking about increasing the size of the PlayStation community and expanding beyond our historic console Heartland. This can take many forms and definitely one of the main ones is the ability of wonderful games that we've been making over the past 25 years to be enjoyed in different places and played in different ways. So that sounds to me that they are definitely going down the road um, of of xbox um i think a lot of people uh, said that over the last year when we've seen more and more playstation games coming to pc my question here is do you think that with this acquisition and, and the openness about how they want to stay multi and publish uh, games like um destiny everywhere will they uh, eventually, do day and date um, PC releases for PlayStation first-party games, and do you see them even expand beyond PC? Like we have heard that they uh, partnered with Microsoft and the Azure Cloud. Are they going to take an X Cloud kind of thing? What What are your thoughts? You know, I want to say this about Jim
3: Ryan that um, he is a, he's smart, and I think what we have to look at it is that, and and please. I don't want the the chat to go crazy and kill me for this, but he is, he is the spiritual successor to Phil Spencer in the sense of looking at what Phil Spencer is doing. And maybe since Sony is a very traditional company saying, Hey, I'm rooting for Phil. So then I can bring it over to Sony and say, Hey, look, you see what they're doing. This is what I wanted to do. And I'm pretty sure, you know, knowing him being a a numbers guy and being about money, this was a plan that probably was there in place. And slowly, as you can see, when they went over from Sean Layden over to Jim Ryan and, he wants to be everywhere now is that everywhere mean on xbox i don't know about that maybe in the future you know down the road many years from now can they be you know cross pollination with things um but i think he wants to put games wherever they can even in the sense of hey maybe in, i think they dabbled in the mobile space remember they had crash they had uncharted um, and they want to continue to explore but they also want to lean in on the fact that they're also a movie company and also you know one of the things that stood out was Bungie said they wanted to, you know, expand with merchandising, with, with movies. So Sony, basically, with, when it comes to their IPs, right, they're blockbusters. So what better way of a template that to kind of merge the things that they do great with movies with their games and expand those universes, right? We're all talking about yeah. metaverses and everything. Yeah. Um, so I do see where there probably is a date-in-date. Date. I mean, at this point, you have to do something like that. Now, how soon it is, you know, everybody's speculating. I think, like everything, Sony has their plan of how they want to do this, how they roll it out. Um, You know, I would love for whenever Spartacus comes or even now some of their newer games like Horizon come, you know, maybe in the next three, six months or even any future games like Last of Us, um, you know, the next one or even God of War come date and date. Um, Because, as you can see, people buy them. I mean, I'm one for I double dip. I bought God of War again. And I said, hey, why? Because I want to experience it on the PC. Um, They're great games. And I just feel yeah. that more people, and at the, people need to experience this, second, that's more money coming from another sector that you can chop in to, again, continue to fund these games. And at the end of the day, like I said last night on XBI, both companies are going on the same same trajectory, mm-hmm. same place. They're just taking different roads to get there. Yeah. And eventually it's going to be the same. Look at the Xbox One and PS4. It's all about messaging. PS4 wanted to be exactly the same thing the Xbox One wanted to be it's just Sony executed the messaging much better than the Xbox and you know that I think that eventually day in day is going to be if not if not you know in the future sooner than we expect
0: okay okay what do yeah. you think mr bad bit and boom um, will they do day and date
3: eventually
1: on PC? eventually of of uh, oh day and date on pc yes eventually when they build up the 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 capabilities of doing it which you could see that they are um i think they were reluctant to do this i think you know those interviews of like developers their own going come on let's 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 do this um And I think the results from God of War, it's been number one on Steam for three weeks in a row now. It shows. And I think PlayStation is going to take a look at that number going, whoa, okay, let's let's do way more of these. So I think eventually, you know, a few years down the line, you're going to see PlayStation games go day and date with PC, especially because of the global supply chain right now, uh, as constrained as it is, and they can't sell as much hardware as they want. Um, you're going to see them make these moves to find revenue elsewhere as, the the supply chain gets better later on in the year. So, yeah. to me, I think this is this is Sony. Absolutely, I, I like what Joanna uh, Dark just said here, man. He, he, yeah, they're they're going in the same place. They're gonna end up in the same destination. Mm-hmm. They're just take one once taken highways, one's taken the backroads. Yep. Right. Yep. And that's what we got. It. We got to think of it. You know, the one thing that I always, uh, when it comes to Jim Ryan, uh, people like to you know cast him aside, like like all he is is his businessman. They all are. They're all going to say the things that you want to hear or that the company wants to hear. The thing with Jim Ryan is Jim Ryan wants to run Sony one day. So he, he has this under, he, he has this assumption of if I can actually make this brand stronger with an aggressive Microsoft, well, then I'm just a shoe in for this. So he's going to be working his butt off for that promotion. No doubt about it. He's he's not just sitting back. He is being very proactive. And I would have to say maybe even some of the most proactive that we've seen PlayStation in quite a bit. Um yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely. We're going to see games day and day for mm-hmm. sure. And when it comes to acquisitions, when it comes to the Sony side, we're going to be very surprised at what they're actually capable of doing. Because we're yeah. all hearing what they can or can't do. And... You know, in a few months we're gonna find out.
0: <laughs> we, we shall see it. I will yeah. have you back on the show.
1: When... <laughs> it's gonna be nuts. What,
3: one thing I want to say, you know, that I think Mister Badbit said a good thing is, yes, we all love. Um, you know, I love my Xbox leadership. We love Xbox leadership, but yeah. not every leader needs to be up front. Sometimes you yeah. don't have you don't have that type of leader that has that charisma, but they're still mm-hmm. a good leader. And Agreed. what I'm seeing is, you know what. He's putting his head down, and he's going to put people in place to give you also the people that you want to talk to. Herman Hulse is a good person when he goes up front on camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, and as, as long as as fans uh, of, you know, of the PlayStation platform and games continue to deliver on the quality and continue to improve yeah. the services, that's all that really matters at the end of the day <laughs> versus somebody that comes in. Gives me a magic show like Randy Pitchford and then what what, what else? What do you give him, man? So you know, I'll just <laughs> <Ryan every day. laughs> find I,
0: I I said something similar uh few weeks ago on another show um when we talked about matt booty the head of the xbox game studios and why he isn't uh uh, out there and we don't see him that much uh, and often on interviews and on the stage and whatnot and uh even though he runs the entirety of the xbox game studios and uh, especially when you compare that to other leaders uh, within the xbox team that are very uh, open in public yeah um the thing is it's not his job his main job is managing these studios and like you said great leaders don't always have to be that great person on camera um no doubt here um boom i will get to you uh with a very controversial topic in just a second i want to thank uh the Hago. um for uh, becoming a channel member thank you so much for the support and we have uh i put in a poll in the chat um about whether sony will do day one pc releases and apparently 86 percent of the uh listeners here um think that they will do that so i'm gonna just gonna close that uh, (laughs) little poll yeah i think so too eventually we will have that Listen, boom, Bungie had something um, going on last year Uh, in December 26 Bungie employees reported incidents of sexism, racism, abusive bosses and systematic discrimination at the company. That was an official quote. (laughs) So um, Jim Ryan had to say something on this. Um, He says. This is an area that Sony takes incredibly serious. We hold ourselves to extremely high standards throughout the organization and with the business that we partner. So, now we heard a lot about uh, Bungie remaining independent and that they can operate as their own entity. So, this is kind, of in the, or this kind of contradicts um, the the entire thing um, about. Getting a true culture change uh, within Bungie. What do you think? Where's this headed? Will Sony do more within Bungie um, than they just reported uh, over the last days to actually take care of these these issues in the
2: studio? Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, the head of uh, Bungie—that's that's Pete Parsons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He—I I remember he came out and he basically put it out there that he he failed as a leader. That he allowed this to happen. Now, yeah, uh, that that listen, that's that's what happens when you're a good leader. You get out there and you admit that you you messed up on on something. That again, I, I can't say that I don't own a company, so I don't know, you know, what, what my connection would be to HR. For me personally, it would be top of top of the uh, the chain because I want to make sure everything is running fair and and right. That, but that's me. Yeah, uh, yeah. but a situation like this, uh, Sony has to come out. Jim Ryan has to come out and he has to say, hey, listen, these 26 individuals that felt like racism and sexism and, uh, you know, equality not being where it needs to be. He has to say that. Uh, I'm sure that there are stipulations in this contract that uh, would make it void and forfeit if they didn't maintain a level of fixing what's wrong. Oh, now, wh- why was this sexism and this racism happening? Is it because of a group of people? Is it because of three or four people that they have to get rid of? I, I can assure you that whoever was involved either has already been fired or will certainly be fired now. And we see, we're seeing yeah. what happened uh, when Microsoft announced the acquisition of Bethesda and Blizzard. What happened that day? It was reported by numerous, uh, numerous publications that pink slips were being handed out like candy. And they have to do that because Microsoft doesn't want any part of anyone that was involved in the Cosby room yeah. or stuff of that nature. So you want to you want to remove those people almost immediately. So I, I, I tell you something, like I said, this this is this is a this is a big win for everybody that works at Bungie, because my obviously, if Sony is now the parent company owner, even though they're acting independently. They're are still required to put a set subset of rules that will that will protect the people that work there. That that's 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 a must. So yeah. I I mean I, I'm I'm happy that uh, that's going to happen. Um, I want to see obviously yeah. you every time you hear one of these stories, it's 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 horrifying that this yeah. actually goes on. This is, yeah. this is ridiculous. The the, the
1: one thing to take note, um, the difference between Bungie and Activision is one. One wants to fix the culture and one has to fix the culture, Indeed, right? So like Bungie has stated, even, even when, when they went to criticize Activision, we're not perfect and we're trying our best. And when those reports came out, they're like, we are taking a look at, at ourselves right now and, and fixing it. Um, whereas Activision has, has to. Yes. Their culture sucks. Yeah, it's it's and they have had awful leadership and it's <laughs> led cool. good people away and, and even hurt themselves. Um it's an awful company. And um they have to because, well, if they don't, the deal don't go through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they have the obligation to fix the culture before Phil Spencer comes in. And when he's, once he is, is the, the head, uh, there, you know, those other leaders, um, Bobby Kotick, uh, get shook hand, you know, and that's great.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, th- that was a very clear um, statement directly after the acquisition that they are going to report directly to him. That was yeah. kind of like, okay, listen, guys, we are not going to continue business as usual. You guys will report to me. And um, what I thought when I read the that statement from Jim uh, in his big interview, um, I know how these kind of interviews are conducted, especially those kind of interviews that break certain news. And um, if you want to avoid something because you want to kind of dance around or something, you don't implement those kind of questions in these interviews. You simply do not allow them. Mm-hmm. The fact that uh, Sony, and in this case Jim Ryan, directly allowed this question and answered it um, gives me uh, definitely confidence that they will take a, a certain actions and um, and make it probably, like Joe said, a part of the contract uh, that this is uh, that there are certain yeah measurements in place that, that this won't happen again and won't yep. occur again. So let's hope for the for the good folks at Bungie, Mr. Joanna Dark. I want to bring the last um, f- uh, f- uh, topic of this uh, Bungie and ac- uh, acquisition to you first. Um, during the earnings call of Sony, they announced that they plan to launch at least ten live service games by March, 2026. So we spoke about this a little bit earlier, um, that there's also a lot of technology now involved that they acquire from Sony, but that's still like uh, in the next four years, 10 live service games. That's more than two <laughs> an average per year. What are your thoughts? Is this uh, kind of already an inflation of <laughs> live service games too much to, to... Well, what do you expect from this? I mean, it makes sense. We don't know what's what's been in the
3: pipeline. You know, there's been rumors yeah. of a Twisted Metal coming, right, being made. There's rumors of SOCOM, which I keep my fingers crossed every day, to being made. And here's another thing, you know, that kind of caught me. You know, everyone says, hey, they just bought Bungie. Bungie was working on something. What if Bungie had like a little vault of ideas that were just there, but they just didn't have the funding? Yeah. Maybe there's some things there. Um, what are other games maybe that they have um, that are, that may have a a live service component that now with the acquisition of Bungie is going to maybe help them flesh them. And they're able to just push these out or are there partnerships that they're making maybe down the road with some other um, service games that may be coming there um, overall to kind of help. And again, I I agree that this is another way of being able to find ways to monetize and bring engagement. If you're going to launch something like Spartacus, right? Everybody keeps saying, on the xbox side well we we have that certain affinity game that's supposedly monster hunter like right we have all these other projects that have some live service game like project dragon but when you have something like spartacus um and you don't want to have the effect of sometimes what happens with people on netflix right um where they'll say hey, i want to see Data. the umbrella academy like and then leave yeah um yeah or i think on another podcast uh, assassin lupa said a good thing right if spartacus came i'm going to sign up the the month That God of War comes out, as an example, if it came out, right? Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm going to leave. You need content that brings you back, right? So that's the type of content that says, hey, I'm going to jump into the next whatever, you know, Destiny 2 expansion. I'm going to jump into the next live service game. And this is, of course, Sony's way of saying to their fan base, hey, we're still going to give you these blockbusters. But we also have these games that allow you to engage while you're waiting for these experiences. And, and as you can see from the deals of cross-play and a lot of things that we found out through the whole Epic lawsuit, that makes a lot of money. So you have to find a way to protect. And again, you don't even know the state of um, Call of Duty. So you want to be able to future-proof yourself to also similar to Microsoft, you know, what if Capcom comes off the board? Now they have a game that Monster Hunter like that you could put in your service in case things come off the board, you have to be able to continue to iterate and, and, and build these things so you can, you know, give it to your, give your audience what you really want.
1: Yeah.
0: Ah, sorry. my muted.
3: <laughs>
1: <worry>. That's super <laughs> important though. Like, you know, right now I, I get like, there was an immediate fear of like, uh Oh, there, there, we don't want to thieves on PlayStation type of vibe. Right. Um, Well, I would I do damn it. I do. But like there's that fear of like, oh, I really like Horizon though. I really like Ghosts. I really like, you know, Uncharted and whatnot. I don't want that change to happen. But it's really when you take a look at the PlayStation portfolio right now, it's like right now, it's it's it teams aren't being taken away from you know other other games they're being added to like you got gorilla that's gorilla that's been working on a a MMO for like years now, right? Or rumored. Um, You got uh, Naughty Dog working on Factions 2. You got Insomniac rumored to be working on a multiplayer Marvel game. You have Santa Monica, who has three teams. You got to assume one of those is also working on something as well. Uh, And then you got Bungie, then you got Deviation, you got Firewalk and Haven, all these new studios as well. So when you take a look at the board, it's not that you're losing... Uncharted. Uncharted's always going to be there. It's yeah. you're gaining something else that's building upon that universe. And who knows, maybe we get that Soulcom game we've always wanted. And and maybe that's from Gorilla. Who knows? Sky's a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? No, the night's a puppy. Yeah.
3: I want I want Cypher and filter. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Let's go. I honestly, God, when, when they said that they're working on like uh, splinter cell S game, I'm like, yep. Ben's working Ed, on Cypher filter. percent. Yep, All right. Yeah. You could have, you, you yeah. said the quiet thing out loud, <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. And this is, this is what we're seeing again, from what Joanna dark said earlier they're both getting to the same destination they just took different paths microsoft needed first party games they've secured them playstation's now securing multiplayer games for their weakness yeah. they're both securing things this is like this is this is really exciting times we're living in guys
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely it's the golden age of gaming like pong always likes to he sure does say that <laughs> i hate when he's yeah. right you know <laughs> yeah. but he can't argue with that yeah um Yeah, let me catch up on a super chat real quick. A drawn TJ sends in a generous $5 super chat and says, Wouldn't it be nice if full game pass on PlayStation and PlayStation games on Xbox in the future? That would be awesome.
1: Future's coming, man. I I have no doubt in my mind that is going to happen. It's just a when. It's not even if, it's when.
0: I, th- I think so, too, especially with both companies going into the subscription kind of model. It really doesn't matter where from which device you log into your subscription service. Uh, it really doesn't. It would be yeah. beyond the box. Beyond the box. <laughs> True that. Um, back. I want a Vita. That's all I want. Vita too. God bless. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although that Steam Deck does look kind of oh, intriguing. Yes. Yeah. I cannot wait. I cannot wait okay. to play
3: God of War on there and all
0: that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um so there's a lot to this bungee and uh, um, uh sony uh, uh story and we could go on for another hour but there are a couple of other things that i want to uh, discuss with you guys just a b- brief reminder to everyone um we have a elden ring giveaway here going on today uh, sponsored by jay who is uh generously donated uh, a code for either playstation or xbox if you want to participate here make sure to be subscribed to the channel and type into the chat hashtag twog um, that will automatically enter you into the giveaway Uh, we will draw the winner a little bit later in the show Uh, make sure to stay in the chat so um, that we uh, can um, get in touch for this giveaway so that I can actually provide you with the respective code. Um, no capital letters, guys. Um, I see a uh, project X talk and uh, Siki uh, typing it, uh, in hashtag the T W O G with capital letters, all small letters. Otherwise the tool won't pick you up. So mm-hmm. Siki, type it in again, please. All right. Um, earlier today, a big interview with, CEO Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, was published. And we learned a couple of interesting things uh, that I wanted to discuss with you guys here. Um, the first um, statement that came out of this um, interview that he had with Financial Times uh, is about the concern that a lot of people seem to have that the deal might not go through. The deal with Activision Blizzard that some um, um, regulatory... Uh, pardon me, regulatories or whatever will um, have something to say and intervene because of the whole monopoly discussion and what's on. And Satya Nadella had to say the following. And I quote now, Microsoft should not need to make any formal concessions to win regulatory approval for the deal because it would still be too small to have an anti-competitive impact. So um, let's be real here. Microsoft is one of the most valuable countries in the world. Uh, pardon me, countries, pardon me, companies.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, um, a country? <laughs> uh, they could easily buy a couple of countries.
1: <laughs> I wish Microsoft
2: would acquire me, but then you know, that's a horse of another color. Yeah, uh, Microsoft
3: Island all of a sudden, I'm working on Microsoft Island.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Uh, pardon me. Uh, no, uh, they are one of the, the most valuable country, uh, companies uh, in the world. They have probably the best lawyers in the world, they sure have checked whether their biggest acquisition in their company history, so to date, uh, has a good chance of going through before announcing this to the public. So, um, and this statement is basically confirmation.
2: Boom. What are your thoughts? Uh, will the deal go through? Uh, look, here's the thing uh microsoft does not do anything by accident uh, i believe the same thing for sony uh it, it listen this is a it, is it is it the biggest deal that microsoft has ever done sure is it a deal that's going to lock away call of duty from playstation players and somehow throw the entire gaming verse into an upside down tizzy the answer is no he my, uh, phil spencer's already said Call of Duty isn't going anywhere, and and we talked about this on uh, last week on on um, uh, the Xbox Factor podcast, where it it actually doesn't matter whether or not it's in or it's not because Microsoft is going to allow for it to be an Xbox Game Pass, and there is going to be a question uh, for gamers that say, okay, fifteen dollars a month for this one game for the, uh, and all of these other games, or seventy six forty three in New York for the one game. And it, you, what you're yeah. going to see is a significant amount of players move over to Xbox because of the, 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 the value proposition. But getting back to the acquisition, listen, Satya Nadal is the smartest guy in the room every time he gets out, right? Every time he walks in the room, that's the smartest dude. And obviously, he said it in the interview, we are still only going to be the third largest once exactly. the deal gets through. That's, yeah. that's that's That should tell you right then and there that, listen – they're not going from fifteenth to number one. They're yeah. They're, they're they're probably going from like seventh to number three, and that it's not going to be that big of a deal. this deal is going to go through. What you're going to see and what I've been seeing on the interwebs, because Twitter is a uh, you know packed with landmines, is people running with this. Aha! Microsoft isn't getting it. You see, I told you. It, it it trust me when I tell you, the deal is going to go through. They're not going to get scrutinized. They're not doing anything illegal. They, they are literally and, and, and I'm sure the lawyer is going to present this they are saving thousands of people from the the heart-wrenching uh, uh, of working under the devil which is is Bobby Kay. that guy is a prick and, uh, and and the fact that Microsoft is going to take over you understand that at the at the crux of the whole conversation their culture, of, 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 of inclusion is going to be at the forefront of the changes coming. This is a win for everybody. That, so that, that's my thoughts on it. Absolutely. But I
1: but here's the thing, secret weapon, guys, but I messaged Joe Biden and I told him Good to look you. into it.
2: Good for you. See, you see, I said,
1: Mr. President, sir, this great nation, we're under attack by Microsoft. <laughs> uh, but,
2: but are you the same person that said yeah. in a tweet, yeah. and I quote, PlayStation has acquired halo.
1: Uh, yes. So I'm have fun playing infinite psych. (laughs) 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 Yeah, dude, this deal's going through, uh, they have an incredible uh, confidence. The, you know, this industry is incredibly large, you know, um, uh, friend of the show, Ainsley Bowden, uh, of season gaming, we were on cast co-op actually a few months ago, talking about this, that more was coming. And I was getting nervous about it. He's like, dude, how many developers are made every single so day, many. So many right? Many. How many publishers have we seen out of the woodwork? There are so many just because one gets taken off the board. Doesn't mean all of them. will. Yeah. some companies That's don't true. want to be sold. Some developers get approached and they say no, nah. right. So I think that's the one thing that we, we have to consider here is yes, Activision's big, but even after this whole acquisition, they are still only number three to Tencent and Sony. You know, so like
0: what, what, what uh, Satya has, uh, used as a phrasing, we are still in the teens of market share. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really not that we are talking anywhere close to a Monopoly.
1: No, it's going, it's going through. The, you know, it's just people are scared of what's going to happen to these games. And, have a, you yeah. know, I, I talked about it on the trophy room. It's like it's a weird feeling of, well, I don't necessarily want to be here, but I have to be here. And that, and I and I understand that feeling and that concern. We all have that every once in a while. But it's going to happen. Just breathe it's in and good. out. It's going to be fine. If, Agreed, if you want I agree. change,
3: you got to text AOC. I have AOC's number. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, like, please. I'd love to hit her up. Look, look. They took Halo away from me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm on it. <laughs> Mr. Joe and i dog, I'll be getting to you in a second. Let me just briefly um, read some Super Chats. Um, Smitty Smith, uh, he is um channel member for nine months. Thank you, man. That is that is um really really awesome he write, writes in awesome panel and chat the book of x absolutely agree the the panel is fire and the chat is on fire today um thanks everyone for being here um we have already more than a hundred and hundred and seventeen um viewers right now so awesome for you guys to tune in and smithy smith sends in an additional super chat and says Breaking news, Microsoft has just acquired Earth. Lol, the bug effects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, they man. definitely have some fundings. Um, okay, guys. Uh, Satya also spoke a little bit about their plans with Activision Blizzard and what was the reasoning behind that. Um And uh, that was actually quite interesting. He said in an interview that Activision Blizzard will help them to build a metaverse. Basically, the new internet uh, is what he said. And I quote him now. "It It will accelerate the growth in Microsoft's gaming business across mobile, PC, console, and cloud, and will provide blocks for the metaverse. So, Mr. Joanna Dark, what do you think? How does this fit in the whole metaverse plans of Microsoft? You know, that that was a good um,
3: thing that Satya said. You know, one of the things that I listened to Phil Spencer the other day um, that he kept on talking about was that everyone that he interviews him only talks about Call of Duty and their games. But never really asked from a business aspect, how does Activision Blizzard King make sense to Microsoft as an overall company with the technology? You know, yeah. I think King is the main reason here uh, with a lot of this because of the way this can expand. You know, we, we were talking about Metaverse, right? Talking about yep. the same thing with Bungie and how you can go through different mediums of being able to still interact with the games and, and and everything that you want, right? We all do that, whether it's in books, whether it's in sites and everything. So I think with this, it, it makes total sense that beyond just, you know, of course, having IPs that they needed because they already had the technology, um, having someone like King to be able to expand um, their, their scope beyond just, you know, um, what they have right now in the console space. And then uh, with with computer being an open platform you know finding different ways to continue to expand gaming everywhere you know a lot of people say, well what about VR well they're waiting in the in, 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 you know in the back and they have the technology built into window but they slowly need to get the people that can allow them to unlock some of these things that they need help with. Um, I look at what Nintendo was trying to do with their mobile right they partnered yeah. with a lot of mobile, um, companies to say, Hey, if you like this on a phone, you may want to maybe buy a switch. And I think that's the same idea of saying, Hey, I've seen that you've never tried sea of thieves, but let me give you an experience on sea of thieves in a mobile first market. And maybe, you know what, maybe you want to subscribe and try that experience on whatever other device you have. Oh, you like sea of thieves. Hey, guess what? We have a sea of thieves experience over here on VR or in some, Type of or other on, you your, know, on your
0: TV app through XCloud or whatnot, yeah. And and you know,
3: as gamers, I know I know myself as a Metal Gear fan. I've explored every type of whatever Metaverse Kojima's made for us, um, and I'm always there, you know, going because I love game. I love Kojima's game. I love Metal Gear. So whether you know. Whatever they provided me, I want to be there. And I think that's that's a thing that from Microsoft, this is just this is also technology that's gonna help them also do other part to other sectors of the business as well, not just gaming, but other sectors that Microsoft hits on the business. And you know, working in the Microsoft stores, one of the things that we always try to see uh think is how can our, you know, HoloLens? you know, impact businesses, right? And we used to have a demo that I used to love that I wish um, when I when I went to school and I was doing pre-med was putting the HoloLens and looking at the whole anatomy and kind of going bit by bit and learning about, you know, hey, this is what happens here. And this is how we demoed to companies. Hey, you want to invest in something like AR? These are some of the things that it can do to unlock. What if you didn't have to pay somebody and fly them over to California to fix something? What if they just put a headset on and they can easily be transported there and help you? and teach you how to do these things. So this is how Microsoft, you know, as a company been working, thinks beyond using a lot of technologies that we just think it's just for gaming.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I agree. Uh, I'm glad you brought the point up uh, that King is actually one of the main reasons that they uh, acquired them because I'm almost on a similar page. It's not just, I didn't think of the metaverse, to be honest, first, but um, it's also about, of course, growing their ecosystem. And uh, with mobile, They, they, or Microsoft said openly that they want to have these three billion gamers uh, in their ecosystem, and they want to reach them all. And you can't do that without mobile because mobile is by far the biggest um, ecosystem uh, out there. So uh, if you want to to get that ecosystem mobile in, you gotta have a well-established publisher lure, combine their games somehow to Game Pass, and then offer them additional chances to play their games through Xcloud on their phone, these mobile first gamers, those especially in some regions of the world. Yeah, that's that's how you grow your business. But great points. Um Joe, uh, Boom, do you want to add something to this?
2: No, I think everyone has no. been completely yeah.
0: on point to be honest. Yeah. Agreed, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good, good. Uh Boom, I know you gotta go um, real soon. Do you have time for one more question? Absolutely. All right. All right um last week we learned that blizzard is working on a new survival game they have announced that this week we learned that this game has been apparently in the works for four and a half years um this comes from a couple of uh, linkedin profiles one of them being the project lead which dates back the game to july 2017 so what do you think? Mike Barra has said uh, he has played uh, dozens of hours of the game. Um, apparently, it's four and a half years in the making. Do you think this is going to be one of these these games that they announce uh, rather close to when the deal is officially officially through?
2: Yes, I do. I I I think that what I mean if you, if just look at the timelines, right? If the game is supposedly have been in in production for four years, let's just say four for for S and Gs, right? Um, and, uh, this, this deal takes, I don't think it's going to take the 18 months to be honest with you. I don't think we get this in, uh, yeah, the deal do, in June. Good. I personally see February, March early of next year, very similar to what happened with uh, the Bethesda deal. Um, I think that once that deal is done, uh, you're going to see one this game along with several others. Cause from what we understand, there were several games at Activision that were, potentially being put off from being made because it was an old hands-on deck to bring out, you know, to, uh, for Call of Duty, which one that's one of the things that excites me so much about the deal is that a lot of these studios have such a rich history with games. They're now going to be able to actually make games that don't say Call of Duty. So this is one of those yeah, games yeah. that you'll see put out there And, I mean, again, a game that's in development for four years already, how close is the game to being done? I I honestly don't know. But if you add another year of development, maybe this is one of those games that come out, uh, you know, uh, six months or a year after the deal is announced. And uh, that's exciting. Uh, Again, I'm not a big survival guy, to be honest with you. So I don't know if the game is going to be for me but it's certainly going to be for like my brother Neo mental who absolutely loves survival games. So and yeah. here's the thing, if it if it's good and it probably is going to be, it's going to do a lot for the PC um gamers who gave up on Blizzard thanks to poor management. So this is it's it's exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah, it absolutely is because
0: we know that whether the games are for you or not blizzard puts out quality games i can't on. think of a of a blizzard game that wasn't top notch quality so definitely exciting anyone else wants to add something otherwise we send boom out and uh, hopefully it's
1: good that's, all. <laughs> That's oh, all I got. Yes. I oh, pray to God it's good, it's good because... It, it's ever
3: wild. It's ever wild. It looks it's like it's ever, wild. ever <laughs> wild. Oh, God. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> that was the reboot that we heard, uh, the development reboot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, real quick, I mean, there's been a lot of projects that were canceled. And um, hopefully we can see even Ravensoft had some projects canceled as well.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. True. All right, boom, I know you got to go. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and joining us here today. Um, Yeah, let people know where they can find you, what you've been up to
2: and what you've coming up. Um, Yeah.
0: Thanks. Well, I'll keep it
2: short and sweet because I don't want I don't yeah. want to hold up the show. Listen, if you, it, I know everybody in the chat, so you've already following Double Barrel Gaming on YouTube. I just dropped uh, X Vlog Episode 14. It's it's a short video. It's only five and a half minutes. I'm trying something new. Please, if you like them a little bit longer, or you feel like the five to eight minutes is, is the sweet spot, let me know in the comments, and I'm definitely gonna check those out. Ah, uh, tomorrow morning's breakfast at Boom, ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hoglaw is going to open up the show with us. We only got him for half an hour because obviously he's working, but he's going to cover some really big topics uh, in, in in the first in the first half hour of the show. And uh, listen, I hopefully uh, I want to say thank you for tuning in and supporting my brother Boxenberger. He had one hundred and fifteen people in the chat at one time. That's a record for the show, and we want to continue to grow that fan base. So do me a favor uh, if you like what you're hearing. Definitely, you know, share this on social media. Let people know, hey, the World of Gaming is a podcast you should definitely check out. And I'll see everyone uh, tomorrow on Breakfast at Boom. Thank you so much for everyone. Joe, me and my brother, Thank Joanna you, Dark, Boxenberger. I'll see everyone later. Yeah, thanks, man. Have a good one. I see you later. All right. All right. Um,
0: just a brief reminder, of course, uh, for the uh, for the giveaway. Uh, we are giving away Elden Ring, a copy either on Xbox or PlayStation. That's up to you. All you have to do is be subscribed to the channel and type into the chat hashtag TWOG. No capital letters. I've seen a couple of people earlier type in uh, that in, in capital letters, the tool won't pick you up if you type in. Uh, Capital letter, so small, uh, all small, T-W, hashtag T-W-O-G. And I want to thank Super Chat, A-B-A-C-A-B-72, says, um, breaking news, Phil Spencer is going to get this year's Lifetime Achievement Award at the Dice Awards by Todd Howard. Man, so he's making the the move into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I have not seen that earlier. Good, good on him. He did a lot for the gaming industry. Definitely deserved. Definitely deserved. So, um, Mr. Badbit, Bad, yesterday for me it was late in the evening, so it, it was le- 11 pm. So, I had to watch it this morning. Uh, was the state of play where it was solely focused on Gran Turismo. Um, what were your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so I'm not a Gran Turismo guy, I'm not a simulation racer. So I was literally watching that state to play going, oh cool, cars going vroom vroom vroom. This is nice, this is neat. <laughs> um and I like literally just like cause I know nothing. So I'm like, yeah, but like Forza looks better than this, right? Like is it isn't it, yeah. Forza looks a little better? And <laughs> and I walked out uh going on, on socials and from my inbox to just the community that is Gran Turismo everyone's super excited about this game it seems like this is the game that's going to return the form for their franchise um the one thing that i really liked was um you're actually diving into the legitimate history of all these car companies um and the 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 cool Way the photo mode works uh, is really interesting. I want to see how how th- that gets implemented. See if a dumb dumb idiot like me can do it. Uh, but like for me, I'm not a simulation guy. But I do respect that they're like, yeah, we have thousands of parts and they're all rendered in like 4K and they're all like pristine looking down to the goddamn brake pad. Uh, that's that's pretty remarkable, man. So I'm I'm really happy for this fan base that I am totally alien of because it seems like they're getting the game that they've been wanting for years now and it's awesome that that's finally coming to fruition even as a non-car guy myself am I going to check this game out possibly there's a chance but I don't know if it's it's on day one yet but um I'm I'm curious to know what you guys think because again I'm not like a a huge car guy I do though respect the 30 minute state of play for this game like, yeah, that's I a lot that. of time for the deck. I to, love that, to talk.
0: That, the, that the game gets actually a, a good spotlight. Yeah, that they can explain the different aspects of the game. That the format is definitely awesome. Um, I'm in a, in a similar bag like you. I, I'm i not a big sim racer, I love racing games more on the casual side of things. So, Forza Horizon, uh, even a Mario Kart is way more my bag. Yeah, there, we go. Absolutely, I'm, I'm right or there with you. Grapes. Yeah. Um, than these hardcore sim racers. I like to look at them always from a tech point of view. I, I like technology. I like uh, to, to, to to see how engines work, how they do certain things. And um, when they showed uh, Gran Turismo, I think it was last year, I wasn't really, really convinced that um, this is actually a, a real... Yeah, step up in, in, in terms of graphics and we know racing games usually are these graphical showcases um but i was really surprised what i've saw, uh, seen yesterday it, it really looked good from Thanks. a technical perspective uh, they had c- a couple of great effects in there uh, especially in replay mode um really looked awesome i yeah. like that i like uh one of my good friends He's uh Actually, he's kind of sick right now with COVID, so ah. uh, all the best to you, um, is Forza Erwin. He a, has a, his own YouTube channel, mm-hmm. fully, solely focused on racing, called Racing From Home. So if you are into racing games, I highly recommend to check his channel out. He, he I talked to him earlier a little bit. Uh, he said, well, the big thing about Gran Turismo really was the, the physics, the, the, the driving physics, and that is what he, got him excited, um, uh, the, the entire thing they've shown with with the uh, rain puddles, um, how they ad- adapt to the driving mechanisms and what they have done there in, to improve that, uh, these kind of things. Um, so it definitely looks like a, a great sim racer. Is it for me? Uh, probably not, um, especially not at the at the price point of 80 euros. I have to admit that that's, depending on the exchange rate, around about 90 US dollars. That's what they charge here in, in Germany uh, or Europe for for playstation games these days so if i'm not 100 convinced uh i'm usually uh waiting on on these kind of deals because it's um yeah and that's that's what i will uh do with gran turismo here but um uh, mr Joanna and what were your thoughts
3: you know i'm i'm not a simulator person i mean you, you put mario kart on, i'll tell you that type of card the type of will you put on that card everything yeah. i'm good <laughs> You talk about you know twisted metal i'll tell you what Axel's wearing today you know what sweet tooth is doing but um i looked at the 4k stream because i wanted to look at it from a critical you know eye, different perspective and i wanted to see and it's f- how it looked right yeah. i was impressed by the rain and the detail the fact that when you go over you know that a, a part of the track dries up i like those like nice details that they put in and to me, as a person that doesn't even know about cars in general, I just know that I bought one and it takes me to point to point B. Um, I like that this is for people that really want to get into that are car enthusiasts. You want to talk about Pimp My Ride? This, this is the game for you right here. You know, <laughs> going in there, pimping your ride. Um, I, I think I think the one thing that I have to say, and someone that I guess maybe wanted to get sold, maybe, hey, maybe you get me to dip in. They showed me too much of the replays and they cut it where they didn't show me enough of the game. And it made fair so, but knowing in the past, regardless of whether some of them haven't been great, I know they always go for that f- realistic feel. Um, and I'm I'm happy for everyone that's been waiting for this game, especially with Forza being out in this game, you know, being a staple uh with such his rich history on the PlayStation. I'm happy that they're getting this game and it and hopefully it's what they're waiting for. I mean it looks like it's um in its own way has its own metaverse, right? You can yeah. share your cars here. You can show them. I mean, TikTok. You can put them on your own. You know, they might they might have their own Tinder in there, so you can date your cars. I think Jeff Grub put something yeah. like that. So it, it's overall um it's exciting. Now, if this comes on Spartacus, why not? I would jump in yeah. and exactly. you know go ahead yeah. and put those cool replays and puddles yeah. and be like, all right, I crashed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, right there with you. Right there with you. All right. Um... <clears throat> I want to catch up on a couple of super sh- chats before we move on. The first comes in from Safe Space Invader, who sends in a $2 super chat and says, Great show, pedal members always bringing it. I couldn't agree more. The pedal is absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. Um, then we have drawn TJ with another generous super chat of $5, who says, Who do you think will win Forza Motorsport or Gran Turismo? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know whether I. I, I like, which I, will be the I,
1: like more beloved game for? Yeah, exactly. Races? I don't look at yeah, I, I
0: don't as long I mean, as people enjoy the game, I I think. I think, the I game think they're both me. Sims, and yeah. at the end of the day,
3: I get it. We always want to. It's about hey, who looks better? I think what yeah. we should be happy about is that when Forza comes out, when Grand Turismo comes out they give exactly what they promise which is a real life simulator for yeah. people that are car enthusiasts at the end yeah. of the day that's what i care see yeah. with
0: with with Sport, motorsport my my thing is um they promised a lot um they said it's going to be next gen only because they build a brand new engine they will completely reinvent the physics system and so on so the the Bar they set the bar quite high. I hope they will be able to deliver it. Definitely sounds promising that they take that approach. Um, we shall see. We shall see. Um, I think it's a little bit too early to, to, to see uh, talk about that. Give me a cart oh, yeah. simulator. I want a cart simulator, that's what I want. Cart simulator, yeah. My man. nation, right we right My nation races, we need to bring it back. Right then with races, <laughs> bring it back. Dave Ramos sent in a $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, what would uh, your guess be as to why Xbox has not yet made a first party Xbox card racer? So much first party IP can be showcased. Crash and team you racing. just mentioned it, <laughs> please.
3: Yeah. Oh man. What I love for the next iteration of crash team racing by toys for Bob to have some of the mascots from yeah, have doom guy hitting Senua conquer coming out of nowhere, going bonkers. I mean, it's, I can only dream of you know (laughs) yeah no i
0: uh, i had a similar thought when they acquired activision and uh, they were uh and and i was looking through what what ips did they actually get because there were so many and i thought yeah i mean uh xbox is kind of missing that um um the, those games uh, that are for the younger generation as well, uh, there are not too many uh, of them in, uh, at least from the first party perspective. And um, uh, Card Racer would definitely be so, awesome. So, and Boxenberger, there was a game that
3: probably nobody knows. It's called Project Exo, and it literally took all the properties of, of Sega. So it had all oh. these IPs: Sakura Wars, Kiryu, Yakuza. It was basically a mashup RPG of all these, like really <laughs> Japanese titles i would love to see something in that vein Uh, and it's a you know of an rpg with all the characters kind of coming into the universe kind of like a whole multiverse where Mm -hmm. you have marcus phoenix you have senua you have everyone you have steve from freaking minecraft and just fighting a bunch of people as an rpg and give me all you know i know you don't like a lot of the rpg uh, the anime talking give me some of that too
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. nice (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: yeah in the end it's all about diversity i think uh that, that is what makes a makes a great platform okay guys one last thing i want to briefly talk about um in in light of the recent news like Bungie and and uh, satya nadella speaking and the state of play it kind of seems small right now i just wanted to bring it up real quick uh two major games were announced uh coming to game pass uh this week um and that was mlb the show coming again not just to game pass also to the switch which is is uh great to see that they continued that deal from last year that really made the headlines last year <laughs> and um it was announced that at least part of crossfire x is Coming to Game Pass because that was the one exclusive game that apparently didn't launch in Game Pass. Now, at least one of the two campaigns um, is going to launch in Game Pass. Please, Mr. Babbitt, you wanted to say something?
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. (laughs) Listen, that would be the show on Switch. Like a PlayStation game on a Nintendo console. Would have been the headline this week. (laughs) Would have been. Yeah, would Would have have been, been, man, but that's that's the thing, they didn't really show any gameplay for this much. It's just like, it's here. Um, hopefully now they'll know with the server capacity because of Game Pass and now added Nintendo Switch. They'll know how to, you know, handle the server load. Um, and when it comes to Crossfire X-Man, I just hope y'all enjoy it. I don't have yeah. it. I don't think this game's gonna be good, guys. Yeah, been, I've, been this, I've been I've been beating this. I've been beating this drum. Actually. Yeah, been beating this drum since day one. I don't know why anybody was really excited. So, for, we saw the multiplayer, and I get it.
3: That X is not gonna give it to us.
1: No, X is not gonna give it to us. us. and I, I think I, it came I, I, on Game Pass because l- 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 there's no coverage on it, man. But I mean, it's look just at the lineup. out
3: nothing no bus i know and, and they're just like yeah
1: whatever we'll put it out anyway yeah.
3: elden ring sifu yeah crossfire x i'm like
1: where why,
3: yeah.
0: wow. uh, why I, I too all these i,
1: I love remedy awesome. and i bet they're gonna try their asses off with this one i bet the story is gonna be fantastic but man i don't yeah, I, so. I i looked at that i played that game it was not good the multiplayer the multiplayer the multiplayer multiplayer. yeah
3: slime gate is making the multiplayer and i know yeah but generic
1: yeah but like like honestly how different can these games be from each other in terms of how the game itself controls right like you have battlefield and you have the battlefield campaign It they have the same feeling uh, and they shoot the same way um you can't make us you know i don't know I have I no, mean, again, I have no faith.
3: Crossfire X, yeah. it, I mean, it looked like Crisis to me a little bit, the way mm-hmm. that it was looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought this was a came Pass game. And, you know, when I heard that it wasn't, I'm like, well, you know, from the coverage I've heard also was that it was kind of very generic and boring.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So
3: I hope I'm wrong. I hope I enjoy it. But yeah. I would have want both chapters to be included. And I guess I'll yeah. wait for the next chapter. You know, we'll see. Uh, Crossfire yeah. X. Now, one thing we forget, I know we make fun of the Switch with MLB. But they did port it to the Vita years ago, and it oh, yeah. ran decent. So I can imagine with better tech, um, you can definitely. But, you know, I have xCloud, so I can definitely just get my backbone and just play MLB that way. So I'm excited for yeah. that.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah no, uh, on Crossfire, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, there's really no buzz around the game at all, and that kind of worries me. I thought the trailer that they showed about a year ago um, looked actually kind of cool. I thought it's going to be like this bang bang call of duty campaign yeah just probably hopefully with a good story from from remedy um but now since there's really no buzz around it uh, nobody's talking about it there are no previews no nothing um well, and the game can be purchased for uh, 20 bucks um so i i don't know what whether we should expect uh big things from this game will this be uh, remedy's first bad game Oh, good
3: question no I, I wouldn't give it to
1: him I I, I, I I wouldn't do it to remedy like that i'm same
3: i hope not because you know i, I love quantum break i love max yeah, i love too. everything Remedy's made up to this point
0: yeah, yeah. agreed yeah we shall see you next week all right guys um i actually had a couple of other smaller news bits uh that i just want to read out and g- get a get thumbs up g- good or bad news uh <laughs> Apparently, uh, the Cyberpunk Next Gen patch leaked on the PlayStation Store. Uh, there was a change in, in the cover image that was uh, uh, visible in the in the store, and that uh, and everyone is expecting now Cyberpunk to uh, to get that patch soon. Do you think that's a good idea?
1: It make to... me play this game.
0: <laughs> I'm
3: gonna I, say no. So I I I'm gonna I'm patch. gonna say this. Cyberpunk is a good game.
1: Yeah. It Unfortunately, is. Unfortunately,
3: I... they did a disservice. Let's just say whatever you want to blame, put the blame on both of them, right?
1: Yeah. To
3: people on console. I played this yeah. on Xbox, and I also played it on PC. It's unfortunate that it's a game that got a bad reputation, but in there, there's good stories. Now, did it need a lot of it? Was it unfinished? I think so, and that's the reason I stopped at 60 hours because oh. I wanted to get the full experience and what actually this game was going to be. One of the things that I did love about it was that it was what what um, CG Project read that's good in The Witcher, a lot of the side story and the world building that was the crux of the game yeah. you know mm-hmm. being able to go on a mission that i randomly ran in about a person who want to repent in death row and go around then getting paid by someone to be like hey leave him alone because we want to make a reality TV. i was like what or a serial killer that i was hunting down that was putting people in a barn all these stories within the whole context was amazing and I also think that people did the No Man's Sky thing. They hyped this game up to be something that it was not. Mm-hmm. When I came into this game, I knew what I was getting. It was going to be something with Keanu Reeves, something nice from, from CG Project Red. Um, and I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, and I saw the potential. So that's why I stopped and said, hey, you know what, I need this next Japan because I want to see. You know, I came back mm-hmm. to The Witcher after paying 200 hours of it years ago and saw the what they did with the menus, what they did, all these other things. So... I said I'm not going to do what I did my what I did with Final Fantasy 15 and what Square did to me. I played on the PS4 and then they gave me the real version years later down the road. So um, I just hope that it does get the love and a lot of people. I think a lot of the hate was just people getting on on this bandwagon of just negativity, saying they like didn't like the game, but they never really went in and played the game. But I do yeah. understand where the backlash comes, where they did lose the trust uh, of of the customer
0: base and overall
3: mm-hmm. the people that said, "Hey, we we trust you."
0: Yeah, um, I have I played it from start to finish. I played it on the Series X at the time. Um, and I didn't have that many issues, um, to be honest. Uh, I think m- most technical issues were on, l- on the last-gen consoles. Um, so I really enjoyed the game. Uh, I know that a lot of people expected more, also not just from from the bug side of thing, but also with uh, some mechanics like the AI f- of the cops and whatnot, um so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to do a second playthrough but i still think it already was a great game um minus the bugs of course um and they have ironed out a lot of those already so i can't wait to to play it again um but yeah i think think they call it the cyberpunk back on psn edition (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't, know, I like I don't know, actually
0: don't know is it back on on, on playstation yeah. yeah is it
1: yeah it is. yeah yeah you could have bought it on the last sale for like 20 bucks i think all right all right
0: yeah. okay guys it, it's been awesome chatting with you what i usually do at the end of this show is uh a couple of community questions so my question here to you guys is do you have another 10 15 minutes to stick around and then yeah questions?
1: i got i got i got a good solid 10
0: Nope. All right, all this. right, then let's do some community questions. <music> all right, so we are getting the uh, community questions started. Uh, I put up on Twitter and uh YouTube usually uh, the, uh, a thread where people can hand in questions this way, uh, everyone can ask a question, even if they can make it live to the show, and um, that we are going to discuss. And uh, I had so many awesome questions sent in this week that I won't be able to answer them all but uh, we we try as many as we can. The first comes in from Amblix. He says, "After yesterday's Gran Turismo state of play, it was revealed that races wouldn't have ray tracing. My question is, do you think Forza Motorsport will be um announced at E3 for release later this year and will it the will the races have ray tracing?" Do you guys think we will get an announcement of motorsport this year? Yes, yes, I think so too, Mister Jonathan. Also, yeah, yeah. I, I, I right. think it's been said many
3: times that there should something I, should be coming down. Uh, yeah. as an announcement this year. So, and as of ray tracing, do you th- guys you, think you, it will support you, that? Here, yeah. I mean, why
1: not? I hope. Here's
3: my here's mm-hmm. my thing with ray tracing. Um, yeah. I think implemented is amazing depending on the game. But mm-hmm. I think we put too much emphasis on ray tracing and forget the facts that mm-hmm. um, it's all about art style. There's some games that don't have ray tracing mm-hmm. look amazing. You know, a prime example, I'm going to say right here. Horizon Zero Dawn didn't have ray tracing and that game was gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, you know, not everything is, I get it. These are buzzwords. And of course, you know, control is a great example of, of implementing ray tracing. It looks really nice the way everything bounces off. But I don't think it's the end, you know, of all means and everything like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's it's really taxing. It is a great technology and it will I, eventually bring us to that point where we get photorealism in point, but we need a lot more hardware power to achieve that. And uh, for me, it's always a trade-off, but I think it will, Forza Motorsport will have it because they have talked intensively when they talked yeah. about their new engine, how they... Uh, how uh, ray tracing will allow them to get uh, better lighting, especially in the interior of cars during races and so on. So I think we will see that. Um, The next question comes in from Kirby Louise. Um, He actually wrote in two questions. I'm just going to pick one here. Uh, He asks, how do we get Nintendo to not be so insanely out of touch?
1: Stop buying their stuff. Yeah,
0: it's probably the only thing. And I think most of us are yeah. part of the problem,
1: because <laughs> we all like. I have that. Like I'm like oh, I'm so tired of Nintendo. They treat us. They really do. They're the they're the ones that treat their fans like garbage. And but we keep buying it because they don't care because they know that you're going to come back because they have Mario and nobody else has Mario until someone actually does make a Mario. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 going to remain this way.
3: I mean, I didn't want their expansion pass, and the minute they put Paper Mario. Guess what I did? I took my credit card out and I said, "Paper Mario and win back Here, take my money, yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. So yeah. I am also attributed to that bad habit, you know.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm I'm also part of the problem. I, I always get annoyed. I still buy their stuff. You know, here's <laughs> my thing. Like it's, it. it's 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 hard
3: because you want to enjoy these things because you love them. Yeah. It's the same thing with Activision Blizzard, right? I love Diablo 2. And I understand that there were people that say I'm not going to support. And it sucks because I understand where you're coming from, but there's other ways that you can still enjoy because you're still putting money, you know, you're still supporting yeah. the devs and say thank you for your work. Indeed. Um and make your your voice vocal to help these people that need help. So again, mm-hmm.
0: All right, another question comes in from you. He asks, "Do you think the Bungie deal could cause other PlayStation studios to ask for similar independence, like self-publishing?" Mr. Babbitt, what do nope. you think? No, no, nope. I think so, I think so either. I, uh, if if they are already part of the organization, they won't give them that independence. Just yeah I don't I don't think that's going to happen what do you think Mr Joanna no, um,
3: I'm gonna have to agree with Mr Babbitt I mean I think yeah. it's it's a it's a unique situation and and even when you listen to the whole deal you can look at it however, however you want um sometimes there's things you come at, to the table look at moyang Mo moyang yeah. is a similar case where it is sort of independent but it's owned by Microsoft and it just comes down to hey what was discussed? What what they need at the time, and it just you know it just makes sense. So yeah, no, I don't I don't think
0: so. All right. Before I read the last question, I want to remind everyone uh, to enter the Elden Ring giveaway because we're going to draw the winner, the lucky winner, right after the we discussed the last community question for the day. Um, so to enter, please type into the chat, be subscribed to the channel, and type into the chat hashtag twog all. In um, small caps, no capital letters. Otherwise, the tool won't pick you up. Um, last chance to enter while we talk about the last quest- community question coming from Straight Edge H uh, Eight. I hope everyone has seen that awesome Halo trailer uh, because uh, it touches a little bit on that um, for the Halo series. Uh, I know Xbox is focused on gaming first, but with shows like Halo and Fallout on the way and many more IP, they can turn into movies and shows. Do you think they will try to get into movie streaming as well or make a good partnership with, for instance, Warner Brothers?
1: Um, right now they got it with Paramount+. Plus, I believe please someone correct me that fallout has a deal with Amazon Amazon prime, right? Yeah. So I I think they're going to be shopping around their IP. They're not a production house. They have no desire from what I understand to be a production house, but that's right now. Who knows if that changes? Um, so yeah, I, 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 I would say, I don't, I don't know if it's like, I know we all have this fascination with WB. Um, it ain't it guys uh okay. that that's a dream that i could say if it if it if that yeah. does happen Joe's out of a job so please don't
3: because joe's going to be working at wb exactly <laughs> yeah you heard it here first
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i am the batman i am the you,
3: knight
0: yes yeah. you are okay um so i'm going to share Hang on uh, real quick, my screen, because it is time to get uh, to draw the lucky winner uh, of the uh, giveaway. So hang on. Oh my one God, second. I, want,
3: I want Elden Ring. Thank God. Yes.
0: You want a <laughs> Elden Ring. I'm. I'm... Excluding everyone on the panel here, Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a giveaway tool that collected all the hashtags um, uh, that we provided uh, that were typed into chat. So, very, very last chance to enter the uh, the Elden Ring giveaway. Type in hashtag TWOG, all small capital, uh, small letters, no capital letters. Um, Hashtag TWOG. I'm going to draw the lucky winner in three. Two, one, and here we go. So the lucky winner is going to be... Not Crazy Lou. Not Crazy Lou. Berg, uh, too cruel. Man, I hope I didn't butcher your name. Congratulations. Congratulations uh, on, on winning the copy of Elden Ring. Man, uh I don't know whether I have you um in uh, uh on Twitter. Uh if so, uh please let me know uh, uh, real quick in the chat um if you are still there. Um otherwise we need to um So I'm going to give you a second. Um he said if, he, if the name is Turkish, so don't worry about the name pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if I pro. Yes, he is here. Um, okay. Congratulations, man. You won a copy of Elden Ring. Dude, do me a favor. Um, hit me up on Twitter um, in the DM. Uh, let me know the region you live in. I assume it's Turkish, but just to make sure. And um, also let me know whether you want a PlayStation or an Xbox uh, code for the game. Um if you can't reach me um through that there's also in the description of my YouTube channel an email address yeah you could also write me there but you got to do it from this account uh, it's just to make sure that I know it is actually you um all right congratulations to you man um and thanks again to Jay who who sponsored the uh, the entire thing um this really goes off from him. He approached me and he said he want to make someone in the community really happy. Uh, so big congratulations and a big thank you to Jay again uh, for for providing uh, this code. All right, yeah, that already brings us to the end of the show. Um, I want to say a big thank you to you guys, um, of course, also to Boom. Uh, he also joined earlier, but uh, Mr. Badbit, Mr. Joanna Dark. It's been an absolute pleasure um, having you here on the show. Um, Mr. Badbit, let everyone know what you have coming up, uh, where they can find you. Thanks again for joining. Dude, you're muted. <laughs> Mr. Badbit, you are muted. We can't hear you.
1: i'm so sorry i said i had a lot of fun before i just started breaking down at the end of the stream my shynesses are really getting to me so like i have to close one eye in order to like to talk and not sneeze um but you can find me over at Mr. Babbitt on Twitter. You can find my show at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And you can find the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast uh, made by the players for the players where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. Uh, you can find the Trophy Room on Apple Podcasts, where we're giving away a copy of Horizon Forbidden West if you rate us five stars on iTunes and you share it out to us. And we're also doing an Elden Ring giveaway as well. If you rate us five stars on Spotify and you share that out to either me at Mr. Babbitt or at PS trophy room. And honestly, the growth this week has been phenomenal. It's been crazy. This one week alone in one week, we already outdid our whole month last year, <laughs> last February. So it's, it's been a, a incredible, the, the growth we've seen. Um, if you don't do the whole podcast thing, I get it. I understand. We also have the video version on YouTube at the trophy room show. And yeah, dude thank you this was a whole whole lot of fun man you got a special little show here
0: thank you thank you man and um congratulations to your growth um i've been following your podcast for a while now and i said it earlier in the show it is the best playstation podcast i know um thank you and the, the success is well deserved you can find mr bad bits links all in the description of the show notes here uh so just hit that little arrow and you will find ev- every link to his social there mr joy Doc, thank you also so much for joining us here let people know where they can find you and what you've been coming up
3: yeah you can find me on twitter on a uh, big underscore n underscore boss um and then also you can find me on tuesday on the xbox factor podcast with boom of course with boxer burger yeah. mav uh pong soul And then Wednesdays, we started Xbox International on their Crazy Lou Gaming channel. This time I got it right. He's going to kill me. And we're just, you know, three friends coming together, talking not only just about Xbox, but talking about the gaming in general, even though we mainly cover Xbox. And then on Thursdays, um, after later on, I record the Nickel Gaming Show with uh, two of my good friends and, of course, colleagues from Xbox and Microsoft and just talk all things Xbox. Um, thank you so much for inviting me, Burger. It, it's been a, a pleasure. Also, Mr. Badbit, yeah, been- you know, now I can put that in my check of things that I've done uh, you know, <laughs> with, with, with legends. And of course, oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. So, you know, great content. I'm happy that your channel continues, you know, to grow. And, I, you know, I just wish you and your channel the best because you do have great content. I definitely like your thoughts and perspectives. On the Sony platform and gaming in general. Thank you, man.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Really, doing. Yeah, thank, thanks it, again to the both of crazy. you. Um, yeah,
0: really. It's it's been a blast here with you on the show. Um, thanks again for making it possible here today. I also want to th- say a big thank you, of course, to everyone in chat. Um, thanks again for the super chats. Thanks for becoming the ch- uh, uh, becoming channel members. Um, it's been awesome. We had some awesome discussions. Thank you, guys. Big shout out again to Che from the Netherlands, my brother from, from uh, the, the neighbor country of Germany. He's sponsored the big giveaway. Congrats to the winner again. And um, thanks everyone for tuning in. And I see you guys next week. And don't forget to game on.